And here we are back at the 2012 Olympiad for Doctor Who villains. At this moment, the medal ceremony is going on. Stepping up to claim the bronze are the Sontarans. Unfortunately, they have no necks, so the medals keep sliding off their heads. Oh dear. Next up to claim the silver are the Daleks. A bit of difficulty as they cannot get onto the podium. This, along with their second placing, has made them rather tetchy, and the presenting judge and the flower girls are now smouldering heaps of ash. Oh dear. And now, stepping up onto the roster in first place are the Cybermen. Waving at the cheering crowd, each one of them has a medal hung around their necks, and oh no, they're gold medals! They're clutching at their throats and collapsing! Oh dear, the Daleks are waving their plunges and ice stalks as they get first place by default. That is it from the Olympiad. More later. Welcome to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. And I, once again, am merely Keith. Uh, oh, oh, that's it, I'm off. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid uh, Jeannie can't be with us because she's still olympying. Why are you not over there? Get moving. Uh, telling people where to go. And unfortunately, my beloved, the light of my life, the centre of the universe, <laughs> the reason for my being, is in, a, parents. <laughs> is in a council meeting at the moment. She's, mm. she's busily making notation of what those naughty little council people are doing. Yes, uh, in the People's Republic of Crawley. Yep. yep. <laughs> so she's, she's keeping an eye on them, making mm, sure yes. they aren't naughty. Mm. Uh, so it's just that. me. And taking backhanders. Yeah. Anyway, without further ado, always coming first and never coming second, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor News. Mary Tam and Jeffrey Hughes. Dead. The actress who played the Doctor's first true equal in the TARDIS, Mary Tam, has died at the age of only 62 mm. after a long battle with cancer. Again. Tam is, of course, best known for playing the first incarnation of Romana. Oh, here we go. Romana <laughs> brought to Rolanda. Yeah! A.K. Hey. Romana. <laughs> Alongside Tom Baker's Doctor in The Key to Time, a.k.a. Mm. Season 16. Other more recent roles include Brookside, EastEnders, no, Heartbeat, stop it. Boom, boom, <laughs> Casualty, Holby City, Jonathan Creek, and the stupendous Crime <laughs> Traveller. You can tell who wrote this. Cham yep. has recently finished recording the second season of Fourth Doctor Audio Place of Big Finish, alongside Tom Baker, reprising a role as Romana, Ooh. which yep. was due for release in 2013. The vast toffee MN, uh, MN. had distribute to pay. I remember Mary Tam's first appearance so vividly. The Ice Queen on the TARDIS. The Time Lady who thought the Doctor was her companion. Perfectly brought to life by Mary with such style and wit. You always thought she could have kicked the Doctor out of the time machine and got on with the adventure herself. A generation of little girls threw away the idea of being an assistant and decided to fly the TARDIS for themselves. On Twitter, Paul Cornell said, That's no bit every month in DWM these days. <laughs> Also recently dead is Jeffrey Hughes, who died at 68, and memorably played Mr. Popperwick in the final two episodes of A Trial of a Time Lord. A familiar face on TV, it also had a long stint on Coronation Street, played the slob Onslow in Keep Your Appearances, and apparently supplied the non-singing voice of Paul McCartney in Yellow Submarine. Oh, I did mm. not know that. No, I don't know if I believe that. that. (laughs) I know they didn't do their own voices in it, but uh, I didn't know it was him. So again, it's... uh, Yes. It's been a bad few weeks for Doctor Who. Well, they're at an age now, you know. But they're not that old, though, are they? Right, yeah, I, I've, got to, I, I've got to admit that uh, the closer I get to it, 62 is not, not that old, It's not really. a great age. Again, doesn't say here, but Geoffrey Hughes also died of cancer, I believe. Yeah. Mm, it's yeah, giving them all a lot of worrying, that's yeah. really bad. Tommy, yeah, we've got a handle of that. I don't know how we do that. <laughs> Spending billions a year, we're not getting anywhere with it. Yeah. So, there we go. Blake 7, another reboot in reimagining, remaking.
make attempt. Mm. Blake 7 is seemingly the corpse that won't settle. Mm. <laughs> With yet another attempt to remake it on the cards, this time taking its feated remains to the US of A. Mm. Casino Royale director and Green Lantern 2, but let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> Martin Campbell is reportedly on board to direct the first episode and act as one of the five executive producers. The writer is set to be Joe Pekaski, who has worked on Heroes and CSI. And the production company, Georgeville Television, will be shopping it around the US networks in due course. Mm. I think mm. we're going to turn back to this more in the main mm. uh, yes. podcast. Yeah, yeah, we have a so I don't want to cover it too much now, but I do have things to say. It's God must, damn it. It must be said, I think. Yeah. That. Yes. Right. The Hobbit bloats out to a third film. <laughs> Director and serial Middle Earth recreator Peter Jackson has announced onto the world that his Hobbit 2 film series is suddenly expanded into a full trilogy of money-making movies. Jackson, New Zealand's tourist board's favourite person, had this to say. It's only at the end of a shoot that you finally get the chance to sit down and have a look at the film you've made. Do we take this chance to tell more of the tale? It's truth. And the answer from our perspective as the filmmakers and as fans was an unreserved bonza. It's been an unexpected journey indeed, and in the words of Professor Tolkien himself, a tale that grew in a telling. It's <laughs> <laughs> certainly more Australian than New Zealand, I think. Yeah. yeah um, he doesn't sound particularly... I'm, uh... I'm, I'm not sure about this. No. I, I, I want to be fair and impartial, but there is the sound of cash tills going oh, ching ching yeah. well, echoing yeah. in the back of my mind. Given the, the three Lord of the Rings films, I think each made somewhere in the region of a, a billion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and, they can get another billion out of it. Yeah, it? Oh, said the, grief, yeah. The, the Hobbit, if I remember, is a big book. It's a mm. thick book. But Ooh, it wasn't them. as thick and as big as any of the Lord of the Ring books. No, but no. I gather what they're trying to do is they're trying to look at all the uh, appendices and try to bring some of those mm. to life. Yeah. I mean, I don't okay, know. I mean, the thing is, I mean, uh, the Cimmerillion, is that a separate novel? Is that a, stand, a, is that a standalone novel? Or a, I think that was a separate standalone. Mm, yeah. that, that's separate. It's not really a novel so such as it. It's more of a collection of, oh, right, of so his uh, yeah. background mm. notes on, on the world. I uh, don't think they have rights to that, though. Uh, mm. Yeah. They only have rights to what appeared in the two books, depending mm, how you count okay. the Lord of the Rings yeah. and The Hobbit. Because those two books are linked, while the mm. others are yep. sort of generally set in the same realm. It's sort of like having, I don't know, um, a story on Cloud City before Han arrived. Mm. You know, it's a set bit, in, bit mm, like that. Yeah. Some of it's set afterwards. You get to find out about what happened to some of the characters from yeah. Lord of the Rings in little short stories. Yeah. But it's it's the layout as well. I mean, Hobbit was an easy read. It was beautiful. It just rolled off the page. Mm. Where for me, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I had found I had to fight the author every word. <laughs> it was right. for me. It was painful. It was. It is a little more difficult, as yeah. you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's aimed at a different audience. Yeah. yeah. Hobbit I'm, is, is I'm not, more at a. I am not denying. That. I, I understand child, that the yeah understand adolescent. that the Hobbit was uh, aimed for the, a child, oh, young yes, adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, more of a children. The Lord of the Rings is an adult book, for want of a better term. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, as I said, the the difference between them, reading wise, is fantastic. So yeah. I'm just wondering, is there enough there to cover three films? I am not 100 percent sure that there is. Well, they seem to think so. I'm surprised um, there was enough there to cover two films myself, but... Well, yes, yes. But apparently so, but we'll see. I, I think, mm-hmm. though it's not been made explicitly clear at the moment, I, I think that they are going to go back and do some more shooting. Uh, they are. Mm. They've had to, you know, film more stuff, I think. I don't know how they're going to arrange that with everybody, because, of course, they all contract for a certain period yeah. of time. And what happens in the next season of Sherlock, for example? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, perhaps it's... I'm being old and cynical, but mm. ching ching. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure the wheels of commerce will be lubricated adequately. So. You may all say at the end of the day it was worthwhile, it was good, yeah. glad they did mm. it. But yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Say, the, proof, the proof will be in the viewing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we won't see that till the end of end of this year, isn't it? The I, first part. I, don't, mm. I, don't, I really don't know. I think it's December 2012, December 2013, and then yeah. people are suggesting it might be summer 2014 for the next one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, any addendums? Any addendums? Oh, I, I, I have have a small addendum, which I... <laughs> I Stop it. I, I expect that type of sniggering when the missus is here, but not now. 
We are men here. We we all share a common goal. And what is that common goal? Well, in the back there, so far on to the left. But anyway, yeah, a small addendum. One that I noted on the way before I come out here by quick surfing through the uh, webisodes <laughs> is that uh, Richard E. Grant is now contracted to appear in the Christmas episode of Ooh, Doctor Who. More than contracted, I believe they started already. I so. think, I, I'm not sure if they've started or they're starting soon. I think they're starting... Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know they've already filmed recorded. some bits with Gemma Coleman already, but Gemma Louise Coleman, yeah, yeah she's already done, yeah. I think, three or four episodes by Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to get the feel of the character, but... Mm, yes. Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. So what's, what's the Christmas episode going to be called? The, do- the Doctor and I. Yeah, it could be, could <laughs> be. We, uh, we have no title on the uh, Christmas episode as of yet. Well, it does but, to give away the entire story yeah yeah <laughs> but I, i'm just wondering so we're, we're it's going to be almost the anniversary year and we're getting a semi two doctor story kind of he played the doctor a couple of times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he was the unofficial ninth doctor he was he was the, the shelter he was the official ninth doctor true. until christopher eccleson cast and the show came back yes that's true and then it was downgraded yeah yeah and of course he was in the uh, the Moffat penned um, comic relief yes curse of fatal death, death. Those yeah <laughs> yeah I think Richie played the 12th oh I don't know I there's so many was, I think it was either the 10th <laughs> or the 12th I'm not sure which order did they come in I can't remember because it was it mm. was um, Rowan Atkinson as the 9th but I think it was Broadbent then I think it was Richard E. Grant then um Oh, God, what's his name? Yeah, I know the guy you mean. I can't remember either. Ah, I hate him. Yeah, that's why I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure the people out there will write in and tell me. The Curse of Fatal Death. Is yes. That the Curse of Fatal Death. Is that one, the, uh, the one with um, the sofa of moderate comfort? Yes, yes, that yeah. is the one with the sofa of moderate comfort. Ah. Climbing over those squelching mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep, that's the one. That's <laughs> the one. Anyway, yeah, so um, I, they, they got him him up and running. Okay. On the Christmas episode. See him playing quite a miserly sort of character. I don't know if that's the way they're going. Mm, I don't know. We've had that already, haven't we? We have had that already. So I think he could be quite a manic character as well. Yeah. Have to wait and see. Talking of Eccleston quickly. Oh, yeah. uh, Mm. He's now been cast as the the big bad, apparently, in Thor 2. Oh, yes. Yes. That's right, yeah. That puts pay. I think that more or less puts paid to any appearances of him in a multiple Doctor one next year. I don't know. Because I think, no. I think well, it might be... How, never, it, never say never, I mean. Yeah, I mean, Matt Smith has gone on record mm-hmm. as saying that he would love Eccleston to appear, really yeah. would love it, and that Eccleston would kick 11th Doctor all over the place. <laughs> yes. So with the leather jacket, the northern attitude, and it would he would win any any <laughs> confrontation, he'd win hands down. I think Matt Smith has gone on record as saying. <laughs> Bowing to Eccleston's doctor. Hmm. Well, yeah. But there is, is um, an interesting point. I think, I can't remember who it was, but in a recent question and answer session, that Eccleston has said that there was more he thought he could have done with the Ninth Doctor. Mm. So it's it's quite a little bit dichotomy there. He doesn't want to go back. Ne- he's, as he said before, never bathe, bathe in the same pool twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he has acknowledged there was more there to do. Well, so, <laughs> yeah, well, as you say, it takes a season really to get a handle on the character. Yeah. No disrespect to him, but how much, how much have we seen Matt Smith change? Oh, a lot, yeah. If you yeah, go back com- to the 11th hour now, yeah, compare, very compare, different compare his first season to really the end of uh, the, sec- the second season. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's just but he's a couple hundred years older by that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not, I'm not saying you, you, you change <laughs> things, you work out things that do work and don't work. Yeah. Anymore? I think that's it. I think mm, we're addendum yes. out. Thus endeth the news. Hugh Grant! And then Joanna Lumley. Yeah. Right now, dear listeners, the autumn is almost upon us, and the new... T- Rain effects, autumn, wind. That's the summer. Shh. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> yeah, that's the summer. That oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> the new TV schedules are going to be unleashed upon us. Ooh. And first and foremost amongst that is the new season of Doctor Who. We thought we'd air our, our hopes, and maybe even our fears, on what the new season entails. Yeah. 
This one's going to be very difficult for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not seen the trailer. Yep, no, deliberately not seen the trailer. I've avoided spoilers. Yeah, mm. it's uh, been been very purposely, and I think we've got to keep. We've seen a trailer, yeah, and we've got to keep fairly vague about it. it the trailer, as far as I know, goes up to the Christmas episode. You not, nothing. So it's only stuff that's in this year. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Obviously, yeah. I can't show anything of the Christmas episode because mm. just started filming. Yeah. today, as I say, <laughs> I know they've filmed a couple with, as mentioned in the news, they have already filmed a couple with General Louise Coleman in it. I'm sure, more than a couple, but, yeah, but none, no footage from that has appeared in the trailer. No, okay. Well, that's good, I suppose. It, it makes sense at this point. You you don't big up your new companion until yeah. you got rid of the old yeah. companion, mm, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and well, that, that is the question. That is, how is that going to happen? Mm. Well, will they kill her off? Yeah, that that's the question. That mm. is the rumours. I know Karen I mean, seemed keen on the idea of having Amy killed off. Yeah, a while back. Yeah, they haven't killed off a character. Uh, uh, a long-term character in the new series yet. No, no. Yes. It was quite, how can I put it, astounding when it happened. It happens a couple of times in the old series, and mm-hmm. it's quite a shock. Yes. And in one instance, it was bloody hilarious. <laughs> but in <laughs> this in this day and age, <laughs> yeah. how secret could they keep it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, especially with all the social media networks. Yeah. I mean, well, everybody I mean, knows she's leaving. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And apparently it's meant to be a big tearjerker. So, well, so says Moffat, but... Um, yeah, this, rule one. again, this is Moffat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know he lies. I don't... Not so much lies, I mean, he's throwing plenty of red herring. <laughs> no, lies. Oh, I'm right. sorry, mm-hmm. he lies. Mm-hmm. But then I'd expect him to. It's yeah. part of his job, too. Um. But, but as I said, I don't think they will kill either of them off. I mean, when, when we come to Christmas, I might be eating my words, but I don't think they could keep it that that secret. I don't I really know. They don't. could film the two endings. They could film false endings and two endings. But news of that leaks out mm. that they have done two endings, well, that they're doing, they're playing with this that way. That I mean, is the thing, no, sort of, no matter how tight a lid you can try and keep yeah. on it. I mean, yeah, news will always creep out. I don't know. Maybe they've got a tighter rein. They do they, not they that much. Do. Gets out nowadays. They mm. might do. I'm a, I mean, I've got to admit, I might be eating my words here. The only reason I can say that not happening is if all the cast sign non-disclosure clauses. Well, of course, the cast, well, the regular cast won't say anything. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, stars presumably also mm, be told sworn to, to keep quiet. It's, it's, it's T-boys, it's people... Mm, studio yeah. hands, yeah. yeah. I don't know, they're, they're normally pretty good at keeping these quiet. Mm, yeah. It's different when you get onto the streets and you're filming an outside location. Yeah. yeah. but having, presumably they wouldn't do if it's that As I said, <laughs> having said that, uh, reading the writer's tale, yeah. Russell T was astounded by the stuff that didn't get out. Yeah. Such as uh, David Tennant standing in the middle of Cardiff Street shouting out, the, the master is the prime minister. <laughs> that wasn't leaked, but it was done oh, yeah. in public. Yeah, mm. you know, in Doctor front being of shot, yeah, in mm. front of mm. bystanders. <laughs> Down to the trailer itself. Okay. No, no, no. I think, I think no, 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 no. La, la, I, la, la, not la. not discussing for for Adam's sake and other spoiler phobes out there. Make it as general not, as you can. Not discussing mm. things specifically. I love the trailer because it's new footage, it's new who, it's new stuff coming on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I am disappointed in the trailer that they haven't filmed or done trailer specific footage like they did with the campfire trailer like they did with martha jones trailer and the first trailer and eccleston and yeah yeah, eccleston's first trailer you know the running down the corridor with balls of flame yeah yeah Mm. i i would i prefer those trailers i prefer they they seem to go that one stage extra yeah they allude to what's going on in the new season but they don't actually say anything yeah well i admittedly except for the campfire trailer they did descend into a clip show, but you did have trailer-specific footage in there. Mm. Oh, mm. Right. Which, you know, I, I, I like those type of things. It's they're going that, as I said earlier, that one step further. Maybe they'll do that when General Louise Coleman turns Could do, mm. could do. Might do a more general trailer to introduce yeah, like, her in some mysterious way. I don't know. Like 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 the, the Martha trailer. You know, yeah. Had them, so, that was just creepy. We've we <laughs> spoken about this before. Yeah. The two split-faced thing. Yeah. No, no, no <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean that. I mean, there was a specific trailer arranged to introduce the new character. Yes. And maybe they'll do the same. But yeah. We're not so, doing the creepy split-face <laughs> and uh, no. waking up in a cold sweat screen 
screaming tactics. <laughs> okay. Without being too specific, I mean, what baddies can we see making a return in the new season? Uh, well, well, as a size of. Do hang on, hang on. I've got to gauge the water here. Do yeah. we know about the first episode, Adam? I know there is one. I know what it's called. You know what it's called. Probably obviously gives away who's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there is, there is uh, uh, Daleks, as far as we know. Oh, right. The, the, we have seen Daleks. Well, they're pretty much a staple of every season anyway. Well, yeah, they, they were t- well, we were told there weren't going to be any last season, and they did get a cameo, so they have been rested. Well, they didn't, they didn't have an actual episode, a story no. of their own, so it's yeah, enough, they, right, they, right. they have been rested, and as far as I can are see... They, are they the original Daleks, or are the, they the eye Daleks? Yes. Yes. As okay. far as mm. I can see, we have uh, Time War Daleks in there, mm. the Russell Ooh. T originals, mm. plus scattered amongst them a couple of idyllic red drones and by the looks of them they've been given a new lick of lick of paint because it's a more mm. it's a deeper red it's a wine red rather than the plastic red oh really okay well, from, from, from what i can see from the trailer do they mm. still hump i don't know you couldn't see the hump you couldn't because <laughs> okay. they're surrounded but you, you only uh, saw sort mm. of the top of them as the camera was panning around yeah. in the original clump that seems to be the old monster the only old monster that's returning all the rest is, is new, fresh, and uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am. I try to avoid spoilers, but it's very difficult. Yes. when you're online, you just can't help you stumble across them. It, like yeah. the, the photo of oh, the doctor carrying yes, somebody, yeah, yeah. and the enemies around. I, I saw that. I didn't mean to. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, and likewise, I know the the villains in the final story for Amy and uh, John yeah, Laurie. Yeah, yeah, so they are returning. Yeah. There's a, you see once you see them in the trailer. You see, I'm not sure how far I, sh- I should say this. Perhaps you might stick your fingers in your ears. Got to edit this. <laughs> oh, okay, no, don't bother. Don't bother. I won't go there. I won't go there. I won't go there. I shall return to, once the episode is aired. I shall return to this because there's a interesting part in it that uh, I, I'm rather curious about. But mm-hmm. we shall return to it. What nasties would you like to see return in it in the oh, new, se- in the new would- season? You see, there, there is a mass, there's a mass debate out there at the moment. Yeah, I thought you were thinking that <laughs> about uh, returning aliens. Mm, yes, and there are t- at the moment. There's, t- I don't know which one they're choosing, but the popular opinion. Yeah, I've heard people say they want the uh, ice warriors. Yeah, pop- ice warriors. popular mm, yes. opinion at the moment is split between the yeti, mm, the yeti, yeah, and the ice warriors. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got to admit, I. Would like to see an update of the Ice Warriors. Mm. Of the two, it's got to be Ice Warriors. Yeah. The Yeti are a bit one-dimensional yeah, well, as uh, a... monsters go, but Ice Warriors have got yeah. a, a culture that they can talk. Yeah. Mm. I mean, <laughs> Emote to a degree mm. through, even through that place. If you're going to go down the Yeti route, yeah. we have to have... It can't be Yeti anymore because the, robo- uh, the Yeti robots were controlled by the greater intelligence. It worked in the Himalayas and almost worked in the underground. Mm-hmm. And there was reasons for them to be in the underground, but they can't... It, it's a very, a very specific creature type, so it's got to be a very specific story. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, Ice Warriors, you can work in anywhere. You have a facet that I love about alien creatures is is their sense of honour. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's something that attracts me to the Centaurans because they have a mm. twisted sense of honour. Yeah. It's something that attracts me to the Klingons because of their sense of honour, sense of face. You, mm. you, yeah. you, you can have a massive civil war, but you can drink with your enemy on the planet because it's neutral territory and mm. have fun and games. Uh-huh. You know, that's, mm. it's, it's, it's a screwed well, I mean, honour system. But. As you say, I mean, they're all very um, militaristic societies anyway. Yeah. Especially in this day, you know, sort of day and age, post, sort of post 9-11 and such. It would be interesting to see how the Ice Warriors would be reimagined yeah. in the new season. Well, we, we've seen Ice Warriors of enemies and we've seen mm. Ice Warriors as, as friends. As friends, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. They'd be quite good. Um, I don't want to bring back too many. No. If we, we've already got the Daleks. We've got the, guy, the guys from the, the uh, Amy Rory finale. Yeah. We've got potentially one of these mm. two. That's yeah. got to be enough I'm for a yeah. season, oh, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I'd like to see a reboot of the Sea Devils without the music. <laughs> The Sea Devils are along the lines of the Salurians. They've already mm. done that. They, yeah. And, yeah. And if we do do that, I would like a new original story, not a rehash. Mm. Oh, yeah. God, yes. I mean, I'd like to see how they would be portrayed following the hatchet job they did in um, Warriors on the Cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, compared to the uh, Silurians, they are also quite 
two-dimensional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of the two, you'd want to bring back Silurians, which they already have done. Yeah. It's hard to see be much mileage in bringing back the Sea Devils. You couldn't humanise them in the same way that they did with the Silurians, no. I don't think. No, I don't think so. There was a vast difference between the original Silurians and the re- rebooted Silurians. Oh, mm. grief, yeah. I mean, the new Silurians are much more human, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. I think, according to my sources, certain... Not races, but certain characters are making a comeback as well. Okay, okay. Uh, again, I don't want to spoil yeah, it for you. Yeah. But one of them is, an, uh, uh, is a New Who fan favourite. Mm-hmm. One of them has recently become a New Who fan favourite. Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's mm-hmm. one of the standard. And I believe, I could be mistaken, I believe he's also going to be doing something like A Good Man Goes to War again. I going to be picking up various individual characters Oh, well, for yeah. an adventure. But, it worked well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that was quite a standout episode in retrospect. Mm. Not a lot actually happened in it. No. It didn't push the plot forward anymore, but it was a uh, good... To a degree, and there was, was stuff in the rock. baby, of course. It was a good rock. That covers all the bases without sort of um, giving anything <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. There's only, around the main only five episodes, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. So... By the end of September, we would have seen them all. Yeah. Which is a little unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, a shame they're airing it so early. Yeah. It's only going to be a week after this episode goes out, I think. Yeah, yeah mm. I think so. As I said, I would like it... I would like... Personally, I would have liked a full run. I can understand... I, I know we're getting a full run, but... I would like to have been as it used to be up and over Christmas. So you got the uh, you have the, the lead, lead up directly to it. Yeah, the Christmas episode and then the trail off. So it would have been thirteen weeks around Christmas. Yeah, well, that's what I would have preferred. In th- even if there was a couple of weeks gap, yeah, either side of Christmas, that would have been fine. Yeah. But it's a long time. It is. It is. It's been a long time since we've had any new Who as well. Yeah. As you can tell how desperate we're getting on this. uh... (laughs) But we'll see. Anyway, dear listeners, for your delight and delectation, and to fill the gap between topics of conversation, we bring you things in five words. Sweet filling between the... uh, (laughs) Biscuity. Gooey gooey filling? Sweet filling. The creamy filling. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, let's not go there. There's too many connotations. (laughs) Right, who wants to kick this off then? Okay, my first thing in five words. This is... A race mm. from a television programme. It's 800 metres. No, 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 not that type of race. <laughs> oh, OK. Are you saying bolts? You can't toast bread in it. Cylon? Yeah, it's a Cylon. <laughs> Cylon. The nickname was Toasters. Ah. They all descended from Talkie Toaster. Yeah. Talkie Toaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Light waffles, apparently. Yes. Okay. Right. A nice easy one to get you all warmed up. Yeah, okay. okay. Annoying Kid is planet wide hit. <laughs> Adric? Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. dear. Yeah. All right, I'll start with an easy one then. Um, blue Hairy Nightmare for Biscuits. Blue hairy nightmare. Fairly easy. I want to say Sully from. Uh, yeah, I can it? see where you're coming from, but biscuits. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Biscuits. Mm. Biscuits. Garibaldi. I, I've anglicised it slightly mm. to show it doesn't give it away too blatantly. <laughs> oh, Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, another one. Smug it with dark friends. Uh, Mr. Morden. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This one is a show, a mm. television a show. show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a third Doctor story. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. Do much? No. Okay. No, 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 no. No. Sarah Jane and Friends. No. Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> no. 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 I'll have to remember that for the next one. Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> <laughs> The trouble is you have to know your third Doctor stories mm, and you yeah. have to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. I it's a, it's an, a, a hint, it's an American show. I think it's now been cancelled, but it is fairly recent. Oh, OK. Mm. Um, house. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm blanking entirely on that. I've never seen it, whatever it is. Terra Nova. Ah, oh, okay. Dalek invasion. Yes. They were trying to roll back time to the prehistoric era. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Terra Nova. Yes, Terra people Nova. going back in time. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. I'd never got that. Okay, menacing bloater, full of air. 
William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No. no oh, no. no. Oh, shame. <laughs> not sorry, mentioned. wouldn't you blow to her? Yeah, yeah. I can see where you're coming from. I can yeah. see where your mind is going. Right, okay. Menacing. What is it again? Menacing bloater, mm. full of air. Full of air. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So uh, I keep thinking of that porcupine fish from um, Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Menacing bloater. Can I have a mm. clue? Mm. It's from uh, a 60s TV series. As oh, I say, William Shatner. Is <laughs> <laughs> Not Batman, Adam West. <laughs> See, oh, men might be a bloater nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Full of air. Full, Full of, of air. air. No. Named the car after it. Named the car after They named the car after it. Well, they didn't really, but there's uh, <laughs> a car with a similar name. So Brand think, of car. I'm thinking of David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a creature, I suppose. Not another person, certainly. No. No. It's white. Mm. White. Yeah. Full of air. Oh, Rover. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. It clicked into place. Yeah, as I say, William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Round and it bounces. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. My last one. Go on, oh, yep. It's a character. Mm-hmm. Yep. A character. It's been in a TV series, but mostly associated with the books. What's its motivation? Walks, eats, does laundry uh, mm, wash no <laughs> eats does laundry yeah Crichton does, he doesn't eat so much um, walks eats does laundry mm. or does the laundry does the laundry one two three Mm. Yeah, that's the laundry. That's the laundry. Character. It's a character. Mm -hmm. Has appeared on TV semi recently, but more associated with books. Mm. Literary character. Yeah. Yeah. That's a character's pushing it, maybe thing. Marvin, but he doesn't eat either. Laundry is a secondary thing. It's mostly known for walking and eating. Walking and eating. (laughs) Yeah. William Shatner. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> coming up tough ones today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners are shouting. Ding, 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 ding. Not a clue. Ding, 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 did it, did it, did it, did the luggage. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yes, the laundry smelling f- yes, yes. faintly of lavender. It does laundry, yes. does it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's meant to keep your clothes fresh. And, and as I said, it bites people and eats them. Wow, and yeah. you, you, you never see them again. <laughs> Open the lid and there's all your clothes freshly pressed. <laughs> okay, I have one final one. There's a, a little wrinkle to this one. Okay. I wrote it two weeks ago and I can't remember the answer. <laughs> So if we can't get it, it's open to you out there. Yeah, if you don't uh, jog my memory, I have no idea. <laughs> Anecdotally, everyone had a blinder. <laughs> no, I can't think what it is. Oh, <laughs> Anecdotally, everyone had a blinder. You were obviously giggling to yourself while you was writing I that know. Mm. <laughs> Didn't write the answer now. I'll never get that one. <laughs> There's no clues associated with it either. <laughs> not, no, not that I've written down there. Uh, oh, dear. Anecdotally is the weird bit. Yeah. I think of a few things from Blinder, but none of them mm. actually seemed right. <laughs> Anecdotally. Write in if you have any ideas at all. Anecdotally. Everyone had a, a blinder. Hmm. Anyway, right, what's your one? Right, I'm going to throw this one open to yeah, to our listeners. Right, this one is a character from a series of books. Right. Okay. And, uh, right, it's... Two-headed creature manipulates sentience. Two-headed creature manipulates sentience. Mm. It's from a very well-known series of books. Which I've clearly not read. <laughs> well, I'm buggered. Okay, so two to write two. in. Yep. Mm. Yes. One we've got the answer for, the other, God knows. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, the second one, I'll give you a clue. Known space. Ooh. Okay. So if you have any suggestions, observations, or just plain rambling. Please send yes. it to show at staggeringstories.net. Now, dear listeners, harking back to what we were talking about in the news, it has come. Going back in time. Going wobbly. Wobbly. Yes, Blake 7 is about to rear its Federation hating head once more. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yes. So we thought we'd turn our attention and our thoughts to what this... Well, the new... Well, new, what you, new, series. new, new, new. <laughs> the new reimagining of Blake 7 would be like. Well, 
Yeah, now, the first thing to note is it's an American production. Yes. Or so. theory, if it gets anywhere at all, mm-hmm. and the yeah. uh, Sky One version didn't. No. So there's no guarantee. So the big question is, who would be cast as, you know, who would be cast as the characters? Well, I, well, oh, especially I Rog Blake. Yeah. Well, if, even if they keep these characters, yeah. I don't know. They could, they could wipe the slate and just keep the name. It depends uh, whether it's going to... Are they going to be following on from the original series? Are they going to be drawing a line and starting afresh? Oh, starting afresh, I'm sure. I mean, if, if, so if they follow on, they can keep the name Blake Seven because they've been inspired by Blake as a freedom fighter, mm-hmm. but it's a whole new cast of characters. Mm, yeah. No, I can't see them wanting to do it. I think they'd want to reboot I'd say, it entirely. Yeah, that is a very tenuous link, to say the least. I mean, the chances are it will be a straightforward reboot. Mm, yeah, mm. I expect so. I expect mm. so. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking at first, thoughts it, it sounds bad it, yeah. <laughs> how often do american remakes of british tv yeah. series work hardly ever the uh, case in point i'm holding up is edge of darkness Mm. Yep. yep. Uh, the film was a, inspired by, I think it was actually in the credits, was inspired by the BBC production. Mm. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, um, yeah, It became a Mel Gibson vehicle. And yeah. I'm sorry, mm. it just wasn't a patch, didn't even scratch the surface of the original TV series. Well, it's also a problem when you're translating a TV series into a film. Yeah. You lose a lot. I, I, I mm. Here, that point. Potentially not, though. I was thinking, okay, it may well be bad, but yet it may work. Look at Bassar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I got thinking, Blake Seven, they're these gang of outlaws. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should explain the premise. We never, mm-hmm. Have we ever spoken about Blake Seven? Oh, no, 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 no. No. The, the premise really being that um, there are these outlaws who have mm-hmm. escaped from prison. Well, or penal colony, yeah. yeah. In some future federation, it's basically a it was, dystopian future yeah, of... Well, totalitarian. It's, it's totalitarian, like the beginning yeah. of the third calendar, which yeah. isn't too far from the dawn. <laughs> the dawn of the <laughs> And uh, they <laughs> set out to take down the government, effectively. Yeah. The whole pre of it. At best, Blake Seven could be described as a guerrilla war. Yeah. They were just nipping at the edges of the Fed. Well, I mean, the Federation is basically, well, how many star systems? Lots. Ah. Mm. It was always a bit vague. Yeah. And yeah. It wasn't very clear how big it really was. Mm. And there were no aliens in it. Um, mm, yes, there was. There were. Were there? Yeah. There was. I mean, because Callie, she was. Oh, that's true. Ca- well, were they aliens or were they human descendants? Callie like, could be an. We could. Well, she was we, we could make the case that Callie was an augmented human. Mm. Yes. But certainly the cliffhanger to. Oh, yeah, they had all the ones in the Andromeda galaxy. Yeah, the, mm. the, the, yes. the, apparently they had TikTok. annoyed, mm. annoyed <laughs> a whole load of alien races that had banded together an alliance to uh, take out the Federation. Ah, oh, right. Mm. There were a few on planets who had uh, life forms, but not, yes. mm. not full alien civilizations. They, they, weren't, they weren't, yeah, they weren't um, full alien alien civilizations well there was the episode where the whole this this entire planet was living organisms yeah Mm. and then two little creatures that Blake bumped into were basically parasites yeah and uh, I suppose the only real alien civilization we came across were the ones who created the Liberator yeah Mm, yes, suppose, yeah, they were never seen. Yeah, one episode, one episode. They, they, oh, they yeah. were mm-hmm. humanoid. Mm-hmm. They were again because yeah, that's <laughs> that's where we found out that the Liberator was actually FDSV one. Yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah. yeah. backtracking massively there because we did. But yeah. but the basic premise is that it is pretty much just human yeah. civilization mm-hmm. throughout the galaxy. And yeah, they're fighting against the tyrannical rule of the Federation mm-hmm. and Servalan and what sort of stuff. But they had the advantage of this this alien spacecraft, the massively advanced alien spacecraft, and they do hit and runs and things yeah. like that. Mm, that's, as I say, that's the basic premise. Basically, guerrilla tactics. Mm-hmm. Huh? So I can see that working quite well in American TV. How can I put it? It introduces a fascinating or interesting concept, which I wonder how far they, if they do it, how the, how far they'll go for it, or how far they'll shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist? Mm, Certainly in today's it. culture or today's paranoia. I don't know. That is one problem with certainly a lot of mainstream uh, TV, particularly in America, is that it is very black and white. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if it's a little more shades of grey. Mm. Um, I mean, that's that's very much the case, that is, because all the characters in Blake 7, I mean, they, they're completely different personalities. 
I mean, they didn't even like each other. Mm. I mean, they weren't an honourable band of outlaws no. fighting for the common good. Basically, they were just out for their own ends, basically. The, the, the only one, Some of them. Mm. Yeah, the only one you could really say was out to change the world out for the common good was Blake. Mm. Mm. All the rest... Gan. All the rest were criminals of one description oh, or another. Great, yeah. Were convicted criminals. Mm. I mean, Gan, yeah. I'll nod, yes. He, was a, there was reasons he was there, and he wasn't there because he was after a fast buck. No, he wasn't really a criminal. He was, was rather unfairly uh, yeah. prosecuted in his case. Railroaded. But the, yeah, whereas Blake, mm, in think, the backstory, was a political guy yeah. who, mm, got, right, yeah. who was, became a political prisoner with mm-hmm. some trumped-up charge of being a child molester. <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know if they keep that or not. But yeah. Yeah. All the rest. Avon was in there through trying and attempting to do a mass embezzlement of a computer system. Yeah, mm, yeah. that's right. Uh, yeah. Villa was a thief, well, pure and simple. Well, sneak thief. Uh, Jenna was she a smuggler. Smuggler, mm, that's yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Sulin, I mean, sort of basically, yeah, sort of basically sort of, um, she was out for the uh, killer of her father. Yeah, she, she was mm. she was a gunfighter, a mm. hired hand. Mm. She, yes, she had motivations and direction. Right. Yeah, hired gun. Yeah. But she was essentially a some, hired gun. Yeah, some of his I later think, characters who came mm. on had different motivations. Yeah. They were picked I, up and they were not the Callie was the only, again, from the original group, who was yeah. a freedom fighter to begin with because they picked her up on, on one of the planets. Yeah. Because the, she was part of a group that they were attempting to contact and she was the only one who was left. Yeah. But I was thinking, named Blake Seven and this gang of miscreants, partly out to make money themselves and yeah. to fund their own uh, their own fight. I was thinking uh, Ocean's Eleven. You could imagine <laughs> how they'd be able to do that sort of thing from time to time. Maybe little capers. To, to, yeah. You have so a nice a team finance. working. I mean, I wouldn't say sort of capers. I mean, sort of Blake Seven was very, it was the very antithesis of Star Trek. It really was. Whereas Star Trek presented a sort of bright and bold, shiny vision of the future, Blake Seven was very grimy, very dirty. Everyone mm. was out to basically to make you know, to make a fast buck. Guinness Factory. <laughs> I think it was m- the majority of the sets were of the outside locations was filmed around uh, a Guinness Factory in Greenwich, which is now no longer there. Ah, uh, that's a shame. So you know, all the yeah, ah, and, and lots of yeah. Pertwee era sort of industrial yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. complexes. Yep. Yes. Pertwee side, yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Oh, oh, oh mm. I'm being stared at. That's better. Thank That's you. It. No, 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 he moves the head away and he swivels back to look at me. Oh, no! Oh, hello, hello head, head of Pertwee! Hello, cardboard green to be demised. Yes, soon to be ex Hello, dangerous Churchill, fascist spot. Graham! Graham! And other and assaulted, assaulted poseable action enemies. figures, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. What are those two doing? He's still got his face in Ed- Idris's cleavage. She's <laughs> <laughs> sexy, bro. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, yes, we don't rest. Yeah, yeah, back on, um, on Poetry Site. Poetry yeah, side. That, mm. that, that's the old 70s, early 80s yeah. version of Blake. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine being a bit more slick, a, a, yeah. mm. see a bit more of inside the Federation. We're always mm. on the outskirts yeah. of Federation yeah, in the Blake Seven. Palan, it's well, then in luck, it will be as different different from the original Blake 7 as Battlestar Galactica is or was from the 78 oh yeah, grief, yeah I mean. you know, the, the fact that the Vipers are the same they, mm. they are two vastly different programs they are and that, Starbuck that, has changed sex <laughs> that is one concern I do have is that what they lost in the translation to, to new Battlestar Galactica is the sense of humour mm, yeah it, it, wasn't, yeah I should say there was a very tongue in cheek sort yeah, of sense but, of humour yeah the sense of tongue in cheek or kitsch you know mm, kitsch yeah. sense of humour could be yeah, I can't see him going down that road with Blake mm. Seven if he gets made at all. But yeah, but it, I would like there to be humorous interaction between the characters, which again goes back to the sort of Ocean's Eleven the sort of yeah. thing where you have yeah. the characters who, who have fun with each other and yeah. at each other's expense sometimes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that wasn't the case with Blake Seven all the time. I mean, it's more no. a case of them being at, at each other's throats. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't no, know. I mean, much as all that. You have to look at Avon. Basically, he want, he wanted Blake's job. Yeah, and on the flip side. Look at Villa, who was always after a fast buck, would come pull through and do what you mm. wanted as long as there wasn't an open door, uh, mm. an open bottle, mm-hmm. or a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did have its round for humour because one of the, one of the main things that uh, sticks in my mind is the dialogue. 
is the, the mm. interaction between some of them. So a couple of times with Avon, do you ever get bored with being right? No, only with the rest of you being wrong. <laughs> uh, Villa, I've got a terrible pain behind the eyes. Have you considered decapitation or amputation? Yeah. <laughs> I want to live forever or die trying. Yeah. So there the, the was humour. Yes, the situations was gritty and yes, they were at each other's throat. But there was a definite line of humour in there mm. that was propelled from yeah. mainly from Villa. Mm. Sometimes because of him sometimes at his expense mm. but even having said that occasional episodes where Villa got to shine mm. and where mm. Villa saved the day you quite need, a few times you can't have them out of the throats all the time because no. that just makes them all f- seem unlikable and that's going to that's be the big problem well, in this remake you can't have the cast that's very true yeah. putting well, people off watching it <laughs> yeah, you, you as I said we have to draw the line direct parallels from uh, Firefly mm. yeah. The, mm. um, yeah that's a thought they that thought is. Malcolm Reynolds was too dark too dear um, thank you that's what I'm looking for and um, people wouldn't watch it and they, they lightened the character up a bit but mm. and we've got a case in point there of uh, another character wanting his job yes case yeah. Jane, in this yeah, Jane yeah. and that could be a source of humour and mm. yeah. real motivations mm. there but yeah who'd your suggestion for characters yeah oh <sighs> I think right. for the most part I want them to be new unknown exciting mm-hmm. people I don't want I don't really want to see the same old faces come back but obviously they're not going to reuse the original cast no no, they can't. They can't. And I, I presume they will cast for American mm, actors yeah. or Bishasbury on American accents, as tend to be the way mm-hmm. nowadays. <laughs> I think if anyone that I would like and in any role I would like, I think it would have to be Mark Shepard as Villa. He's mm. known to the American mm. audiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he can is play he, American or he's British got, or whatever. Yeah, he's got genre credentials. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I can see him as Villa. Yeah, yeah, that would that would work. As for the others, I'm pretty fairly open. Yeah, I haven't got any preferences. Mm. Well, for instance, I mean, who would play Serverland? And uh, <laughs> well, who would play his? Well, not so much her lackeys. It means sort of uh, her guard dog, you know, Travis. Yes. If we're gonna, Tra- if we're gonna go for genre, yeah, then Katie. Sackoff, Starbuck as uh, Serverland. Uh, or Travis, maybe. Or, or even, yeah, even yeah. Just put a twist, Travis. Mm. Oh, yeah. Gosh. That might be more interesting. Yeah, right I think so, yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it, yeah. The problem with Serverland is she was so over the top. Yeah. And yes. they couldn't do that yeah. nowadays. No. Uh, no so no. it might be more interesting to have uh, Kate Sackoff as, as Travis. Travis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be an interesting twist. Mm. But as for the rest, I'm not sure. See, I would put in perhaps Nathan Fillon as Blake, but. As you said, it's too yeah. close to the Malcolm but, Reynolds case. Yeah, that's too and close I to think, Firefly. Oh. Well, another thing, I th- he, he's tied up with Castle. He won't be getting out mm. from that. I'll agree. No, he'd be, a, he'd be uh, contractual. Seasonally on. Yeah. There'd be yeah. another two or three years after yeah. uh, I As I said, it's a knee-jerk reaction, but I think he's too close to, to Reynolds. Mm. Mm. And it. in some ways, it is Firefly. It, it, it yeah. is Blake mm. Seven. Yeah. 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 yeah, Particularly in Serenity, when they do start going after the government. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to draw comparisons between... Between yeah. Blake Seven and Firefly, yeah, yeah. yeah, but there again, we could throw this out to the floor again. Oh so. yeah, please, please mm. write in if you have suggestions for a new cast, your your, your dream cast mm. Mm, for Blake Seven. Yeah, yeah. So write to us at show at Staggering Stories dot net. Anyway, dear listeners, you've been writing to us either via cyberspace or dead tree versions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, thank you. Oh, and thank you. Yes, you. You there. Thank you especially. Uh, Thank you, (laughs) Wilkie. Let's kick off the proceedings with one from Will. Hello, Hello, Will. He says, hello again. I enjoyed the idea on the last podcast. I, not meaning to blow my own trumpet here, haven't really been scared by anything on Doctor Who. Ah. But there are scary Ah. things like the monsters. Hmm. Mm. I thought I'd tell you all what House of Anubis is, is about. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert, spoiler music, spoiler music. It's mainly about this boarding school that is very old from the ni- early 1900s. Mm. It's discovered that the caretaker of the house, Victor Rodenmar Jr., Francis McGee, is in possession of an elixir of life made by his father. Mm. He has tried to replicate it many times, but it is revealed that it can only be drunk from the cup of ank, which has been mm. struck seven times and the kids must find the pieces for it before Victor and the other teachers who are in on it too. The kids find weird objects and collect them. These pieces are the broken pieces of the cup of ank so they try to put it together but they can't. 
Only the chosen one can, a.k.a. Joy Mercer, a girl whose disappearance occurred on the same day that a new girl arrived. Joy can't put the cup together as she isn't the chosen one. It's the new girl, Nina. She puts the cup together and the quest is ended. In the second season, the plot is that everyone thinks it's over. Joy returns to the school. However, there are now seven dangerous tasks below the school and the reward is basically staying alive. (laughs) Mm. Bee Gees. Ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. Staying Staying alive. alive. I like them. Thank you, El Presidente. (laughs) Because this ancient Egyptian spirit has cursed them, if they don't get her the mask, she will kill them. The tasks include swinging pendulums, poisonous spider wires, and an ancient board game of death. No, 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 no. Ancient board game of death. Mm -hmm. They get the mask, but the spirit can't wear the mask because she is a ghost, so she will control Nina and take her to the afterlife. Whilst playing the game, wrong moves are made and people are trapped under the tunnels. When the game is complete, they have the choice. Get the mask or rescue their friends. Mask every time. (laughs) The other two who won the game chose to save their friends, so the spirit gets a bit peeved until the mask replica is in the library is revealed to be the real one. So creepy Rufus Zeno, Roger Barkley, tries to wear it but is killed because he hasn't been a good boy in his life or to quote, only the pure of heart can enter the afterlife. The Osiren banishes the evil spirit and everyone is happy. Mm. It has been confirmed there will be a third season to air next spring. Ah! <laughs> I just realised how much I've written typed and I think I'm going to pass out. So I apologise for this rambling but I'll now leave you all. Bye-bye, Will. Thank you. Bye bye. Mm, thank never you. Mm. Yeah. Remind me never to play a game of death that mm. involves El Presidente. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just that go for the mask every time, yeah. leave your friends to die. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's clues there, you know, there's pointers. Mm, they were expendable. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a letter here mm-hmm. from. Andrea. Ah, Hello, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. First time, I think. Mm. Yes, it's mm. from Canada. Oh, mm-hmm. Canada. Hello, team. Hello. Hello. Congratulations <coughs> on your fifth anniversary. Yeah, thank you. I've been enjoying your podcast for just over a year now. Mad fool. Join <laughs> it. I've been meaning to drop you a complimentary note for some time. Ooh. I fell behind yeah. and recently listened to six episodes in quick succession. Oh, no. You're mad! <laughs> Have you recovered yet? There's a, there is a startling pattern that is beginning to emerge. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when fake Keith is present, there is significantly more hitting and threats of hitting G. Yeah, that's very true, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But fake Keith's violent tendencies aside... <laughs> this is your wife. I know this is my wife. <laughs> No, I'm not going to go there, because it's my wife. Uh, <laughs> the, actual, <laughs> the actual reason for writing today the hit, is The that, hitting takes place in private. <laughs> <laughs> the actual reason for writing today is that while I was watching the Olympic soccer match, some would say football, depending on your geographic location, mm, yeah. between Korea and Team GB, <laughs> a certain British player by the name of Ryan Giggs was Ryan Giggs, Ryan Giggs. <laughs> and shown on screen... Not being a consistent fan of international soccer, Mm. knee football, I would not normally have any knowledge of who this person was. Thanks to you and Staggering <laughs> Stories, catchy innuendo-filled song... And, s- am- and slanderous. <laughs> ...immediately popped into my head. So not only are you informing my limited Doctor Who experience, I began watching only when Matt Smith started, oh. you have given me juicy particulars about the Olympic Games as well. Well done. Mm, our pleasure. It's all part of the service. All part of the Actually, a small addendum for the news, and by the time you hear this, it's going to be a very very late addendum because you can't track it back but team gb logo oh lee simpson mm. no, no no the no. team gb oh logo, okay not yeah. the olympics not so the olympic team the, gb the team gb logo right. is a rampant lion's head okay? oh yeah, yeah which yeah, yeah. is freakily and uncannily similar to the logo of the new avengers in the 70s mm. <laughs> anyway <laughs> Also, since you are clearly all big fans of William Shatner... And Gareth Hunt. (laughs) I thought you might enjoy a public service video he made about deep-frying a turkey. Oh. Deep-frying a turkey. Deep-frying a turkey. Okay, here's a link, and hopefully you'll put it up in the show notes. I will. Yep. Or just search... 
Eat Fry Love oh, no. <laughs> in YouTube. Very informative oh, no. should you decide to deep fry a turkey in your backyard. <laughs> so is this the William Shatner version of that Chinese film? film? Uh, was it Eat, Drink, Man, Woman? <laughs> Eat Fry Love. <laughs> love your podcast. Keep up the good work. Andrea. Thank Alberta. You. Canada. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Deep frying a turkey. <laughs> I'm gonna, I've got to look. I've got to watch that Sounds now. Very Scottish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we have one here from Adrian. Hello, Hello Adrian. Dear team. Well, since there's no who, I have been at the mercy of things like Netflix since summer. Oh, <laughs> TV sucks. <laughs> so I watched the latest Three Musketeers movie. Oh yes, I know it got a bad rap. It was certainly better than the Game of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, well, fun. Also, it was what the Curse of the Black Spot could or should have been. Oh. I mean, come on, it's, it has MI5's Tom as the Doctor, RE's Alice as River Song, <laughs> D'Artagnan as Rory, Legolas as the Master, Craig as, well, Craig, <laughs> and Thor's Wolstag as Captain Jack, or K9 maybe. <laughs> you even get Amy, hot blonde Constance, tied to the mast of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made a two-party worthy of who? True. Black Spot was a two-parter, right? Or did it just feel that way? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> or as a Who holiday special in a steampunky Victorian-esque parallel world with flying boats. Yeah. A cross-time caper with parallel planet Frenchy pirates on flying frigates. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? Well, if you beef up Amy's part as Constance, didn't do much but look pretty. Later, Adrian from California. P.S. 25 days or so till new who yes all praise wrestle on and amy soon to be <laughs> exiting stage left legs Ooh. <laughs> speaking of mi5 by which i think he means spooks yeah which yeah. is called mi5 in america for some reason ah. i don't know why spooks, spooks means spooks something ghosts. different over there i don't know spooks is a derogatory term yeah oh i know mm. that but oh yeah that's true yeah not really over here it's not yeah. known no. in that terms over here but anyway yes speaking of mi5 or spooks as we know it Holy heck, is that a show that likes to stab you in the gut? <laughs> Curse you, Amazon Prime Instant Video. I watched all ten seasons of Mayhem oh, in just moly. a few weeks. I think I've never been more worried for the future. <laughs> but hey, Matt Smith and David Tennant are on the Nerdist soon on BBC America, so I guess it'll be okay. Uh, it's one I've wanted to catch when it was at the cinema and been meaning to catch when it comes out on satellite is the latest Four Musketeers. Oh, there is okay. a decided, I won't say steampunk, because it's even earlier than steam, but the yeah. renaissance punk running through it. Or, I saw adverts or, for it a long time ago now, wasn't it? Hot air punk, yeah. yeah. It, it, I've just kept missing it. Mm. You know, I, I want to watch it from the beginning, and I turn it on, and it's something like halfway through, or a quarter of the way towards uh, the end. Video on demand is what you need, so I or want to watch it, mm, I want to watch PVR, it TiVo. <laughs> right, I have one, a very long and complicated letter here from... Mr. Jack. Oh, yeah. Hello, Mr. Jack. Been a while. Hello. Hello. I'm here to give you a review of the Doctor Who story Paradise Towers. Right. Where did they go wrong? Mr. Jack. Thank you, Mr. Jack. Uh, Where should we start? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. I have our last one here from Sandro. Hello, Sandro. Hello, Sandro. It's the last one from me, anyway. Hello, Staggers. This is probably going to be a long email, so I'll skip the intro and get right to The Amazing Spider-Man. Ah, well, yeah. I'm probably going to see it very, very, very soon, as well as the new Batman movie. So I'll give mm-hmm. you a review of them, unless I forget. Again. <laughs> okay. Now, does Doctor Who have to be scary? Ah. I can't help but think I've heard this conversation somewhere else. Where was it? Ah, that's right, The Improbable Podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> Episode 2, Going Pratchett. I think it's... We didn't copy. It's um, simultaneous evolution. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We thought of the same idea at the same time. You didn't by any chance listen to our discussion and twist the words around a little bit to talk about it in your show. I mean, I'm okay with that, but you didn't even mention our show. Guess you're going to have to put the link in the AIP in this episode. Improbable website webs.com and we'll put a link definitely yeah mm-hmm. we'll yep. put a link but i think on all natural it was sort of simultaneous evolution we thought mm-hmm. at the yep. same thing yes i'm, I'm well time. behind in my podcast unfortunately the, the the thought was flying flying around in the sub ether <laughs> and now i shall move on to the subject of dinner guests well here's mm. my list fiction 
Lana Lang from Smallville, not the evil version. <laughs> My reason for this is this person is quite simple, but this is a clean podcast. So, <laughs> Merlin from Merlin. What amazing stories he could tell and keep the guests, guests entertained with the little trick now and then. Yeah, a neckerchief yeah. action. It'll also define him because he'll be able to relax without giving Arthur giving him jobs to do. <laughs> Wouldn't count on that. Gwen Cooper from Torchwood. Yeah, yeah. Once again, there'll be some very, very interesting stories. Shut up, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Clark Kent, Smallville version, who'd okay. be an interesting person to meet, I think. Yeah, for sure. Real. Alison Mack, who plays Chloe in Soft Smallville. Mm-hmm. Best party ever <laughs> okay <laughs> karen gillen uh-huh. you can guess who this person is <laughs> see last comment <laughs> i'm so shout sandro but your your guests seem to be a little bit one-sided here <laughs> no, 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 no there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing no, wrong with that. Well, but your think, party <laughs> yeah but i think i have to up high because fake keith isn't here i do have to uphold the slightly disgusted sexist but anyway anyway as you said for yourself well i guess i'd better leave before fake keith feeds this message to the shredder bow ties are cool sandre jf thank you thank you you. interesting choices there (laughs) yeah little one tracked but interesting choices and i think as fake keith isn't here i probably agree with most of them but we just say dinner party but it could be any kind of party i suppose (laughs) now 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 uh, okay, we have one here from Adrian again. Oh, again? Hello, Adrian. Yeah. Hi again, Hoovians. So I was shopping and saw this in a Malibu parking lot. Okay. And it's a photo, which obviously we can't show on air, but we'll put a link to or put it in the uh, blog or whatever. It's a picture of somebody's number plate mm-hmm. in their car. Oh, yes, yes. This is good. This is good. And it said, what, TARDIS Z, I think. Yeah, it's... Top of the number plates is... What is it? Trust Me? Yeah, Trust Me, yes. The name on the number plate is TARDIS Z. Yeah, Z, I suppose, out there. Yeah, and then Mm. below the number plate is I'm the Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool, except the owner came out and was taking the last picture, which was close up of the plate so I could get the words better. Ah. I crashed behind his car with my camera phone, (laughs) but he didn't call the cops. (laughs) He just laughed and said he just had to get those plates when he bought this car. I hope it's blue on the inside, huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a blue car, isn't it? Ah. Yes. Okay, that was a bad joke, but enjoy these pics. I couldn't decide which one sends you all, so you get them all. Feel free to post any one on your site, though, eh? Later again, Adrian from California. Mm, thank, thank you, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Good to know there are some fans out yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Malibu. Closet fans. No, not quite so closet. <laughs> not quite so closet, that one, yeah. As I recall from, I don't know if it's every state, but some states you only need to have number plate on one end think, of the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the back you can have a vanity or a vanity plate of yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that, that's a good one. I did, I, when I first saw it, I thought it was yours. I thought you'd shelled out <laughs> for, um, <laughs> gone to the DLV and shelled out for a particular number. Oh no, that that wouldn't be a legal plate yeah. in this mm. country. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is how much would a yeah would a number plate over here with who won cost? Yeah, oh, mm. a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank mm. you. Yes, thank you. Think that is it for feedback. Oh, mm. alas and alas. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. Oh. Sounded like he was expiring over there. (laughs) No, no, he'd come back, he'd Mm. never expire. (laughs) But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who all and new. So until that execrable, exponential explosion of Don't say excrement. No. Don't say excrement. Effervescence. 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 Effluvia. That's better. (laughs) Come showering. Beg your pardon. Is that actually a word? (laughs) Effluent. Yes. (laughs) Come shower. Come splattering down upon us. Yeah. This is me, Crumbly, saying, "Be seeing you." Goodbye. Bye bye. Where's my umbrella? You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series One, Number One Three Nine. 
featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and me, the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production for www.staggingstories.net. We've forgotten to mention Hooverville! Yay! We keep forgetting. Yes, yes. But it's a week after this podcast goes out, I think. Yep, it's about, roughly about that, give or take. Yeah. a week. It's the 1st of September. On a Saturday. Where is it? Derby. Derby! And who's going to be At there? At the Quad. At the Quad. Big, big place. Lots of nice food shops and restaurants, so you can quickly nip out and scoff something. It is nice. Centre of yeah. Derby is very yes. nice. Uh, who is there? <laughs> or who what? isn't there would be quicker to say. Right. Ah, uh, yeah, Crumbly won't be with us. We'll try to arrange for a cardboard Crumbly, so you'll, yes, be, there. you'll crumbly, be there yes. in spirit. Mm, yes. Fake, fake Crumbly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Peter Pervert Purvis. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pervert? <laughs> right. Peter oh, well, that's our sewed. <laughs> Louise Jameson Woo-hoo! Richard Franklin Woo-hoo! Donald G, G who was Space Pirates and something else <laughs> G Wiz Laurie Lewin uh-huh. uh, pronounce that who was uh, one of the spiky guys from End of Time Cactus uh, Guys yes yes and Will Barton who was Midge in Survival ah uh, yes and I'm sure there'll be others who are going to be there thanks to Tenth Planet. So. Lots and lots of photo opportunities. But more important than that, we'll be there. Yes. Other podcasters will yes. be there. And it's generally a thoroughly good time. It's it, the best way to describe it as it is a podcaster's convention. Yeah. You can get you can greet and meet and got lots of interviews and whatever's going on. Yeah. yeah. If that's your bag. Yeah, it's a chance to meet other fans, and it's yep. oh yeah, it's a nice and uh, relaxed convention, unlike some other ones. So far, we've been to everyone, and we have enjoyed ourselves immensely. So come along, yes, join us. Be there or be square. At Hooverville for the first September. One of us. We we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, that probably helps. <laughs> yes. Anyway, without further ado, <laughs> oh, sorry. So I, I burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> trapped wind mm. i didn't want to go down the microphone i was trying oh, to be discreet <laughs> i was doing it over in the corner but no no you stopped it and drew attention to me and now it's going to end up on the outtakes probably yes More or less, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that i do like that. that that's got style he's got a review of paradise towers here oh yeah yeah where did they go so wrong oh that's right yeah, i saw that yeah. Uh, about what of hat down? I say no, no, no. Working these false teeth in for a horse. We do apologise. A girl mm. who, whose disappearance occurred on the same day as same day. <laughs> oh, looks <laughs> like a nice boy. Oh, you bit jaw scratch your eyes out. I'm sorry. Here's one actor I cannot stand. No, no. So I've got to agree with you. There, there are certain actors who only ever manage to play himself. Mm-hmm. John, Wayne was, yeah, John Wayne was one. John Wayne was one. John Wayne ever only played John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery only ever plays Sean Connery. Hugh Grant only ever plays Hugh Grant. Uh-huh. And it's all right yeah. if you like the character or like the persona that they mm. just... I don't like Hugh Grant. No, neither do I. <laughs> not sure I've ever actually seen anything with him in apart from the Curse of well, Fatal Death. <laughs> well, the only thing I've seen him is the back of that car with that um, Hollywood... <laughs> <laughs> that Hollywood hooker. Now, 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 now. <laughs> Absolutely divine. Now. 